In Matthew chapter 1, starting at verse 18 to verse 21, it says this is how Jesus, the Messiah, was born. His mother Mary was engaged to be married to Joseph, but before the marriage took place, while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant through the power of the Holy Spirit. Joseph, to whom she was engaged, was a righteous man and did not want to disgrace her publicly, so he decided to break the engagement quietly. As he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream. Joseph, son of David, the angel said, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. You see, the angel came and announced to Mary and then later to Joseph in a dream that they were going to have a baby, that they were going to have a son. The angel came to tell them about the coming of Jesus. In fact, the prophet Isaiah foretold this many, many years earlier. In Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, it says, The virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and you will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. You see, from a long time ago, God was already preparing his people to anticipate and to expect his coming. God was telling them that there was one who would come. He was helping them to hold on to the hope that they were not forgotten, that they were not alone, that God indeed had come and he was with them. One thing I find very interesting is when the angel came and announced that they were going to have this baby, that they were going to expect this child, the angel specifically tells them that they are to give him a certain name. It was already prepared for them. It was already given. It wasn't just a suggestion. It wasn't just an idea. But they were told that this is the name that you are to give this child. In verse 21, it says, She will have a son, and you, that is speaking to Joseph, are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. Given the name Jesus, a name that beautifully and perfectly fits him, a name that encompasses all that he is and the reason that he came to this earth. You see, my friends, we can celebrate this Christmas because Jesus has come. We can celebrate because hope has come. We can celebrate because joy has come. We can celebrate because love has come. When Jesus came with him, he brought all that he is, and he came to bring us hope. My friends, the name of Jesus is a powerful name. And in the name of Jesus, we find so much hope. In the name of Jesus, we find healing and miracles. The Bible tells us, 
Through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed, and you know how crippled he was. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. You see, in Jesus, we find that healing. We find miracles. And in this Christmas season, I want to encourage you to hold on to that hope. To hold on because we know that he has done it before and he is able to do it again. I'm so overjoyed to see Brother Errol Daw worshiping with us today. Brother, we have been praying for you. For him and his wife, they have gone through very difficult health challenges. But hold on, because there is healing. There is miracles in the name of Jesus. We can have that hope. In the name of Jesus, we also find forgiveness of sins. You see, we have all messed up. We have all fallen short of God's glorious standards. But it is in the name of Jesus that we can call upon God and know that he stands willing and ready to forgive us. He stands willing and ready to forgive us of the sins that we have committed, for the things that we have done wrong. And he tells us, to repent and to turn away. He wants us to live a life that is holy and pleasing to him. In Acts chapter 2, verse 38, Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. You see, my friends, it's not about ritual, it's not about works, it's not about what we do or what we don't do, it's about believing and confessing the name of Jesus. God gives us that privilege, and when we have that forgiveness of sins, when we truly know that we are forgiven by God, then we can receive that gift of salvation. In the name of Jesus, we find salvation, that ultimate hope for future, that ultimate reason for us to go on. The name of Jesus means the Lord is salvation or the Lord saves. That's what it means. Jesus came to earth with a purpose, with a mission. He came to earth to save us from the consequences of our sin because only he truly can. Only Jesus can. The Bible tells us that salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. It is only in the name of Jesus. If ever a name was packed with so much significance, with so much meaning, with so much purpose, it is the name of Jesus. It is a holy name. That's why God tells us, do not use my name in vain. Don't misuse my name because my name is power. My name is holy. My name means something. Scripture says that Jesus has been given the name that is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess on earth and under the earth that he is Lord indeed.
There is power and there is authority in the name of Jesus. And the privilege that we have as children of God is that he gives us that power and authority in his name to use it. We have that power and that authority to use in Jesus' name. You see, it's not by anything that we can do. It's not by our own strength, not by our own power, not by our own wisdom or understanding, but we have the privilege of calling upon the name that is higher than any name and to call upon his name. How many of you are known by a nickname? Any of you? Any of you known by a nickname? Probably most of you, especially to your family. You're known by another name other than your legal name, right? Another name that you may be known by. Maybe it's something that you did, something that happened when you were young that just stuck with you, right? People call you that. Well, did you know that Jesus is not his only name? The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The word wonderful in this passage of scripture literally translates to mean incomprehensible. Jesus is so wonderful. He is so big. He is so mighty that he truly is incomprehensible. There is no words in the English language that can adequately express how amazing God truly is, how awesome and how big and how mighty our God is that we serve. But truly, we can call upon this wonderful counselor, this mighty God, this everlasting father, the prince of peace, and knows that he cares, that he hears us, and that he is more than able. You see, Jesus lives up to his name in every single way. The name of Jesus reminds us of the power, the presence, the authority, and the purpose that we have in the risen Christ. It assures us of God's gracious intention to save us. That is why he came. Jesus came, yes, to preach and to teach and to heal and to live among his people and to help us. But his main purpose in coming was ultimately to die in our place, to save us from our sins. The commentator says Jesus brought God to humanity and now brings humans to God through the salvation he purchased. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 reminds us, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. It is a powerful name. It is a name that is relevant to all of us. It is a name that we want the world to know. It is a name that we should boast about and talk about. It's a name that we should brag on and constantly thank. It is a name by which we can be saved. So let me ask you, what about you? Have you called 
on the name of Jesus? Have you called upon this powerful name? Have you confessed Jesus as Savior and Lord of your life? Are you believing and trusting in him? Because it is the name that is above every name. Knowing all that the name of Jesus means, we can come humbly before God and acknowledge, yes, we are a sinner. We are a sinner in need of a Savior, but the Savior has come. The Savior has come, and we can call on that name. What a beautiful name it is, the name of Jesus. My friends, this Christmas, may you be reminded in the midst of all the celebration and all that is happening in your world, in your life, in your community, in, in your family, to call upon the name of the Lord for he shall be called Jesus. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for the privilege that is ours to approach your throne and to call upon the name of Jesus. And Father, we know that you have come so that we could have life and have it to the full. And so this Christmas, Lord, we pray that you would help us to turn our eyes upon the true meaning of the celebration, that you would help us to turn our hearts to you, O oh God, and to truly call upon your name, for it is a name that is powerful. We thank you, O oh God, that truly we can rejoice, for the King has come. And we thank you, O oh God, for a beautiful and powerful name that you have given. We thank you, Lord, for who you are and who we are because of you. In the powerful name of your son Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you.